Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greg Ehrenberg from All Chopper, and we are here to break down UFC 278 Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards with my favorite prize picks plays for the slate. So like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let me know below the comment section. Does anything stand out to you on prize picks? What props do you like? What fighters do you like to win? Let me know below in the comment section. Also, if you're signing up at prize picks for the first time, make sure to use the promo code OSMO because it's going to get you up to a $100 bonus on your first deposit. So if you're starting a new account at prize picks, why would you start with no free money when you start with up to $100? It's an easy decision to make. Just make sure to sign up for the first time using that promo code AWESOMO. But now I'm going to get into it. My favorite prize picks props for UFC 278. The first prop I'm looking at is over two and a half takedowns from Rob Duvalishvili going up against Jose Aldo. And this is one of the fights that I'm the most interested in for this card, just because I do think there's a really wide range of outcomes. It's one of the only tight li- tightly lined fights, if you guys are just looking at sportsbook odds, where the majority of the fights on this card, there's like a minus 350 favor, minus 400. So a lot of them pretty lopsided. But this is one where it's close to a pick. And Marab, the slightest of favorites right now on the betting line. And in general, when he wins, he does it with immense pressure, a lots of output, and a lot of takedown attempts. So this is what makes the matchup so interesting to me, because... Jose Aldo has historically had some of the best takedown defense in UFC history. He has a 90% takedown defense. And the last time he was, well, actually he was taken down once by Rob Font in his last fight. But other than that, there has not been uh, a fight that we have seen Aldo taken down since the Peter Yan fight in July 11th of 2020. So it wasn't taken down against Chito Vera, wasn't taken down against Pedro Munoz. And like I said, overall 90% takedown defense. But here's the thing when it comes to Marab. He is going to shoot as many takedowns as it takes to get the fight to the mat. He lands 7.3 takedowns per 15 minutes, and he doesn't do it with very high takedown accuracy. He only has a 45% takedown accuracy, so he's averaging right around 15 takedown attempts per fight, and he's also really bad at holding top position. So generally what happens in his fights, Marab is working, 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 gets a takedown. And then the other guy's able to pop back up and he goes right back to shooting on takedown attempts. He's trying to mix in strikes in between. He's a really good minute winner and a really good round winner for that reason. He's so active. And I do think this fight is most likely to go to decision. And if you look at the fights from Marab over the course of his UFC career, almost always he's landing more than two and a half takedowns. Last last fight was a second round finish over Marlon Marais. Four takedowns in that fight. A win over Cody Stamen. Five takedowns. The only time we've seen him under this mark 
was in a win over John Dodson. Dodson really quick, really elusive. Marab only took him down two times in that fight. Oh, with that said, there was a bunch of trips and mat returns that I think could have been scored as takedowns that ultimately the scorekeeper didn't. But every other fight of Marab's UFC career, he's at least four takedowns, and he's had as many as 13 in a win over Gustavo Lopez. Also at a fight where he had 12 in a win over Casey Kenny, and Kenny's a pretty good wrestler. And then he had 11 in what was a, a fairly controversial split decision loss to Frankie Signs. I thought that Marab won that fight, but here's ultimately what I'm looking at here. I think Jose Aldo is going to defend the majority of the takedowns that Marab puts out there, but the takedown output is so high for him that I just think at some point he's going to be able to get Jose Aldo down to the ground a few times. I think he's going to wear him down over the course of the fight. I do think Marab is a little more likely to win. Ultimately, I do think he wins on the judges' scorecards, but the real thing I'm looking at here from a prize picks perspective, over two and a half takedowns just because of the wrestling volume that Marab Devalish really puts out. For my next prop, I'm looking at the main event and Kamaru Usman, who I consider the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world for over three and a half takedowns. Now, this is a rematch. We saw Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards fight way back in the day. This was actually Usman's first fight officially in the UFC coming off uh, the Ultimate Fighter. And in that fight against Edwards, it was only a three-round fight. You know, debut, obviously. He wasn't, he wasn't fighting in main events quite yet. And in that fight, and this was all the way back in 2015, Usman won a decision pretty clearly. I actually did think Edwards won the first round, but I thought Usman pretty clearly won rounds two and three. And Usman landed six takedowns in that fight. And one thing that really stood out to me is as the fight wore down, the takedowns came easier and easier for Usman. So in the first round, especially at the start of the round, Edwards was was defending well. He was able to fend off Usman's takedown attempts. But as he got more and more tired and Usman continued to bring the pressure, he started to break him down. The takedowns came easier. And that was only in a three-round fight. If this fight goes to decision, well, what is this going to look like in the fourth and the fifth rounds? And this is a fight that's expected to go to the judges' scorecards. If you look at sportsbooks, it's not like this is one of these main event fights where it's like minus 200 to be under four and a half rounds or be finishing inside the distance. It's a fight that's probably going to go at least to the fourth or fifth rounds. And I think Edwards is going to be tired at that point in time based on what we've seen. And another thing to consider also, this fight is taking place at altitude. Salt Lake City, where it's it's one of the highest altitude cities in in uh, in the U.S. So it's it's a spot where kind of like if you guys watch the NBA and think about how often teams will get fatigued when they're playing on the tail end of a back to back in Utah or tail end of a back to back playing in Denver. You know, I do think the altitude could play a role here, and Usman trains at altitude, so it's something that he's used to. But also in terms of the three and a half takedown prop, I think it's too low. And I think it's based on a lot of the recent results for Usman, where he's generally been under this number. But I think we could look through some of those fights and we could point out why it is that he hasn't landed takedowns in bulk. So first off, his last fight against Colby Covington, one takedown officially for Usman in that fight. Colby Covington's an excellent, excellent wrestler. We've now seen Usman and Covington match up twice. And neither one of them really got much wrestling going in either matchup because they knew that it was mostly going to be a waste of energy because both of them were such good wrestlers that there was no real advantage in that department. Then before that, we had the fight against Jorge Masvidal. Luzman knocked him out in the second round, something I don't really think he's going to be doing against Leon Edwards. So there was only two takedowns because he knocked him out in the second round. There was only one round that was completed. Then the fight before that against Gilbert Burns, there was no reason for Usman to attempt takedowns in that fight, mostly because he was in a, a massive amount of danger for went to the ground against Gilbert Burns. Burns would have had the potential to submit him off his back, so he didn't even want to wrestle in that in that matchup. Then he got the matchup before against Jorge Masvidal. That was one that went to decision. He didn't finish him early, and he landed five takedowns in that fight. Then the fight before against Colby Covington. Once again, same thing with the other Covington matchup where there just there weren't takedowns attempted. 
So I look at Usman's last few fights, and I do think there's just reasons that we haven't seen him wrestle as much as we did earlier in his career. And sure, he's improved his striking, but his easiest path, his easiest path to victory against Leon Edwards is going to be with the wrestling in this spot. We've seen them fight once. That was the path Usman took to victory. He's a very smart fighter. I think we're going to see him do it again. So I think this is going to be a fairly similar look to the first time that, that they fought. I think Usman wins a decision. I think he grinds him out with the wrestling. So I'm looking at Kamaru Usman over three and a half takedowns in the main event. For my final prop of the card, I'm looking at over 75 and a half significant strikes for Sean Woodson. This is a fight that, once again, if you look at the odds and how this how this fight is being lined at sportsbooks, it's expected to go to decision, like minus 130, minus 125, to end up going to the judges' scorecards. And Woodson strikes at a fairly high rate. He lands 5.75 significant strikes per minute. And the same goes for Saldana on the other side, 4.92 significant strikes per minute. So I think this fight is going to take place on the feet. I think it's going to be a fairly high output striking affair. And then if it goes to decision, that's where I think the over 75 and a half significant strikes looks good for Sean Woodson. And another thing to consider also in terms of why I said I think this fight is going to take place on the feet. Woodson has landed zero takedowns in his UFC career. Saldana lands 0.54 takedowns per 15 minutes. So he does not really look to shoot very many takedowns either. 0.54 per 15 minutes. So basically he lands one takedown every other fight. And then also if he does choose to do that, which based on his career record, he doesn't do it very often. Woodson has an 82% takedown defense. So I do think he's fairly likely to be able to fend off any takedown Saldana throws out. That's why I think this fight ultimately is going to be taking place on the feet. And then also, when you look at Sean Woodson, the output from his other UFC fights, uh, so his last fight was a first-round finish, and he still landed 50 significant strikes. And now, once again, keep in mind, this is a fight expected to go to the judges' scorecard. So 50 significant strikes in one round. Then uh, the fight before that was against Yusuf Zalal. That was a lower-output fight where there was a lot of wrestling involved, at least from Zalal on the offensive standpoint. But then the fight against Julian Arosa, 106 significant strikes landed for Sean Woodson. And then against Kyle Bokniak, 111 significant strikes. So just looking at this matchup, it taking place on the feet, the output of both fighters. I like over 75 and a half significant strikes for Sean Woodson. That's my final prop play of the card. So to recap, the props that I am looking at for this Saturday's UFC card over on prospects, Marab Devalishvili over two and a half takedowns. Kamar Usman over three and a half takedowns. And then finally, Sean Woodson over 75 and a half significant strikes. Those are my favorite props over on prize picks. And I should also note there's a couple of different ways that we could play these props on the site. So there's something called the flex play over on prize picks where you only have to hit two out of three props correctly. And if that happens, you win 1.25x your money. Although still, if you go three out of three added bonus, you get two X year or 2.25x your entry fee. But if you're really confident that you have three props that are all going to hit, whether they're mine or other ones you like, that is going to pay out 5x your entry fee with the power play. Also, don't forget when you sign up, use the promo code Awesome. Get up to $100 bonus on your first deposit. No reason to turn down free money. You want to use that promo code when you sign up. Also, before you leave, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you guys very much for watching. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy the card.